0: Day 22 It's day five of my fast. As I entered into the kitchen to get some water, I heard Rue say, The chains are falling. Glory hallelujah. Rue showed me in the spirit that the chains had fallen off of my feet and my hands. But there was one that was still attached to my chest. It won't be there long, I exclaimed, doing a little dance, which quickly escalated into a full-blown praise and worship. I love those spontaneous outbursts of praise. I can only imagine what I looked like, a complete maniac. But hey, Maniac for Papa is a maniac loved by Papa, so I can dig it. I shared my excitement with Loray and literally enjoyed the rest of the day in that excitement. Day 23 Today was eerily mundane. The only thing I did was lazy around and thought about Papa's goodness. It was nice and quiet, despite my son's vocal cords. At around 7, I jumped onto the intercessors meeting, a prayer group that I joined at my church. I'm so glad that the sweet woman who runs it started one, because if not, I certainly would've. This group helps me exercise and build up my prayer life. There is another group though that I've been thinking of wanting to start and that's like a crafting group. It sounds kind of silly so I don't know if I'd actually do it. Crafting and planning, planning and talking about Papa. Something similar as to what my girls and I do on Sundays but with other adults. Eh, it's silly. Maybe, maybe not in the future. I don't know. It's just whatever for now. It's just a thought. Day 24. This evening, I threw a large feast for myself and my family by ordering all my favorite foods. With the grace of God, I had successfully completed the fast. <laughs> the chains that had bound me to the enemy was now broken in the name of Jesus. It felt like a Jericho moment, watching it all come down and rejoicing in victory. I didn't care how my children saw me, but I had my own mini-party celebration as I explained, I'm free! I'm free! As MLK had put it, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. Day 25 and 26 I did not write anything for those days. In fact, for the rest of this journey, there are quite a few blank days. This is for a couple reasons. The first reason is sometimes I just want to enjoy the day and not have to document everything. And so I'm at peace with that. And sometimes there's really nothing to document, like nothing new or nothing profound, I guess. And it's just another like mundane, I'm just enjoying life sort of day. And then the other reason too is honestly I have been binge watching these prophetic voices and non-prophetic voices and so that really took up a lot of my attention and therefore did not journal some of these. But I did try to journal as much as I could. I'm just giving you a heads up in case you don't hear a day. It's not that I forgot to record it. It's just I didn't write anything for those days, and that's why I didn't mention those days. But thank you for taking the time to listen. Day 27. Lorraine and I came together to pray for our nation today. I thought it'd be a good idea to do so until at least the 21st. Apart from that, today was just another relaxing and laid back day. Later that evening, I popped in on my eldest daughter to see how she was holding up. She likes to keep to herself. Most days she stays in her room and only comes out to eat or use the bathroom, so I just wanted to make sure she was alright. It can be challenging to have a heart-to-heart with her sometimes because the conversation can take a turn in all sorts of directions other than the one that I hope to head in. I feel that I hardly spend any time with her. This beautiful young girl in front of me was still so innocent. Her age may be 15, but her mind was still at the age of 10 and hadn't quite caught up to the maturity of 15 just yet. Sometimes it was hard to remember that. After a while of being in the room, I asked her if I could ask her a personal question. She said, okay. I asked her what made her feel loved. She stopped to think about it and then said, quality time, quality time, and quality time. Then she went on to explain how her siblings took all the quality time away from me, especially her sister, because she was always wanting me to do something with her or go somewhere with her. This was true. Quality time wasn't my love language as it was for my girls. My love language was touch, and she didn't like to be touched all the time. I made a note to try to spend more quality time with her in whatever capacity that looked like. I spent the next 30 minutes just listening to her go on about several topics and hearing about things that she wanted before retiring for the night. Background Information So I've told you a little bit about my eldest daughter who has recently been diagnosed with autism. I hate that it just took us so long to get that diagnosis because then I feel like we could get her a little more help when she was younger versus now being older. I feel like there's almost like not enough resources for kids her age. Everything is just more of like a therapy kind of thing versus the schooling aspect she does have an iep but i feel like even that can be very limited itself her age is 15 but her mind has not caught up to her age and so there's a lot of things that she doesn't comprehend and she doesn't really understand and she still has such an innocence about her i still remember her coming home to me and she would ask me these questions That middle schoolers are talking about or they make these jokes that are inappropriate. And so she laughs to fit in and go along with it, but then she'll come home and say, well, what's this? Or my friend made this joke, but I don't get it. And then I would try to figure out, okay, how do I tell her this or how can I help her understand this or is this a good time to explain it to her or should I wait till she's a little bit more mature and so I do try to go with the leading of the spirit because it can be challenging if I was trying to take it on my own I think it still can be challenging when I see her going through something or I think to myself you know you're 15 you should know this by now but then forgetting that. Yes, she might be 15, but mentally she's not 15. And so 15 mentally has not caught up with her 15 physically. Like I said, she keeps to herself a lot. If I don't check in on her or try to get some kind of a verbal conversation out of her that has to pertain to like school or anything like that, she won't even mention it. I mean, she could literally be failing all her classes, but she thinks she's doing a great job, which is a great way to look at life. But the reality is she's not doing a good job and she does need help, but she won't ask for it. So it can be challenging in that aspect, but I just love where she is. And so I definitely so thankful that God has just extended so much grace For me, with her to meet her where she is. Day 29. Is it just me or are all the days running into each other? I feel for whatever reason time is accelerating. I haven't written much because I've been binge-watching all these prophetic voices and non-prophetic voices of this thing about Trump coming back to presidency. It's intriguing. As Loray would put it, we're watching a live version of Scandal. (laughs) Although I hadn't taken interest in that show, I can agree that the intensity of all that's been going on has really sucked me into its orbit. There is another thing that has also been intense and that's the division that i see happening within the body of christ now more than ever it's a time for the church to be united no matter what you believe or don't believe we all should come together to be praying for god's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven i understand some of us may not have light trump but i believe god used him in our favor The new administration that I see coming on, they're going to go against everything we believe in as Christians. Yes, some good may come out of it, but I believe if God allows us to get a taste of what persecution is going to look like, it's probably going to go through the administration of Biden until he rescues us. For a long time, I've been hearing that a shift is coming, a shifting and a sifting. Papa was coming to sift through the wheat among the weeds. The question is, will he find us ready? Will the bride be ready for the groom? We're asking him to come to our rescue, but are we actually prepared for the rescue? Day 30 Perhaps we're watching too much movies, but my friend Didi and I was watching the inauguration and kept thinking that any time now, the military was going to move on in and arrest people. Although none of it happened, that's okay. If I've learned anything about Papa, it's timing is everything, and that would be too good of a timing. Instead, Papa does things in a way that shocks us. He makes the impossible unbelievable, that it could only be him. When all the odds are against us, it is then that Papa rises up and takes action. It really is a thrilling experience. I very much want to see how all this plays out. However, it does. I'm still cheering my Papa on and waiting to hear what part he wants me to play in all of this. Let's go, Papa, let's go!